Welcome to After Dusk with Don Piercy, where we're not afraid to talk about things that go bump in the night. With special guest co-hosts and so much more, we're bringing you the facts versus fiction and the history of it all. Remember, it's always darkest before dawn. Tune in every Wednesday at 10.30 and get your bite. <laughs> We're bringing you something brand new, a new web series just for you, After Dusk with Dawn Piercy, where we're talking about myths, legends, lures, everything that's going on in the world today, and ancient history, uh, time, 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 and time again. I've brought special guest co-host Brian Dennis Hartford, and Brian, uh, tonight, what we're doing is we're going to bring you the history of Halloween. Okay. Uh, we we got to yeah. ask, you've got All Hallows Eve, All Hallows Day, All Saints Day, All Souls Day. Where does it start? Where does it end? Why do we celebrate? Why do we decorate? And is it really an evil holiday? And what is really going on? Exactly. The church's involvement. Brian, let's start on this Hallows Eve. Tell us what happened. Well, on this Hallow's Eve, going way back to 475, Romulus Augustus was proclaimed the Western Roman Emperor. And that is also where the church will eventually start. Then in 834, the very first All Hallow's Eve was introduced by the Church of Rome. This was to celebrate all the saints that have passed. And it was also a way... I believe, to kind of quell down and start reshaping what was the old pagan rituals and turn it into what they envisioned for the new coming new world order of religion and, and big money, which we're going to get into a little bit more. And also on 1517, apart with this, was Martin Luther's Catholic, the Catholic reformist, and he posted his 95 thesis on the door with cast, on the castle Church of Wittenberg, which is one of your great grandfather's yes, times. Yes, he is. Oh, my my 14th. And so okay. is the Roman Emperor, Brian. <laughs> and kind of tying in with some of this, we have in 1441, Michael Angelo, he, he finished the last judgment on the Sistine Chapel in the Vatican City. Okay, last judgment, coming new world order, big money, cash. You can see where this is going. And in 1918, on a kind of a side note, again on this day of the 31st of October, the Spanish flu kills 21,000 people in one week. <gasps> Why do I bring this up? Because, because it's back. We're still trying to get people to do flu shots. Well, not only Why? that, the Spanish flu, I heard, has come back. And, you know, um, I myself, I do not get a flu shot. And the flu shot almost killed my son. But for those that want to get the flu shot, I recommend that you do that. Yes. <laughs> but you, you, as they're yes, marking I us, do. which is another topic for another time. <laughs> and last week, 2011, the world population had reached 7 billion inhabitants, uh, to, according to the United Nations. And I people. think it's now actually up to 8 billion. 
So this, again, will tie into the church, big money, big corporate, new world order that we'll talk about tonight. Wow, wow, wow. And on this day in 1912, my grandmother was born. Okay. Peace. Yes. Yes. So on the light half of All Hallows Eve and the dark half, the church used to believe that the souls were stuck in purgatory and they would send children door to door to go collect spice cakes, uh, which were also considered as soul cakes. Okay. And then they would, however many prayers they offered them, their, their loved ones um, would be what released their soul to be able to go to heaven. So they wouldn't be stuck in purgatory or go to hell. And um, over time, you know, I got to ask if you believe in myths. I got to ask if you believe in legends because it has to do with time and space and becoming flexible because on All Hallows Eve, it is said and believed that the veil is at its thinnest between the living and the dead. Is it? Is it really? So, you know, it came, Halloween actually came from All Hallows Eve and then they jumbled the words and made it Halloween and um, which is the darkest part. And then All Hallows Day, November 1st, or, you know, um, and uh, on November 2nd, you have All Souls Day. And um, I believe on one of these days, they uh, it was church sanctioned and they made it All Saints Day. And, and, and you know, of course, November 2nd is also the Day of the Dead. And, um, yeah. you, you know, that's really how it ties into it. But, you know, the 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 soul would be released to go to heaven. And then that is, you know, and then of course you, you had uh, witches and demons that came into place in the 16th century and you had beggars. You had, they were called the beggars and they would go door to door putting on plays and singing for food and sometimes money. And they were drunk and they caused a lot of chaos. And then that ties into between the all you know um all hallows day the, those parties uh the puritans thought it was wicked and these parties sometimes would go on to like you know um november 5th guy fox day which my uh my great uncle uh thomas pierce percy piercy uh was involved in and that was the gun plot and he actually lost his head for that i think yes remember remember <laughs> sorry uncle but you know but the puritans <laughs> believed it was evil because get cats always hung around cauldrons but in the 16th and 17th century you've got to remember everybody had cauldrons hello how are you gonna eat i'm just yes. saying and the alley yeah. cats would hang out around the cauldrons because it's food and it smells so good and that is where that came from and nathaniel hawthorne he actually used to use turnips and carve them out and they weren't originally pumpkins and they'd put little tea lights in them so no halloween wasn't originally meant to be evil well that's the big i think that's what men put to it well See, and this is where we get into some things, because October 31st is also the most important day in the satanic calendar, okay? Oh, and see, I don't know about that. It's the devil's birthday, <laughs> and of course, November 1st is, is uh, 
New Souls Day or the Day of the Dead when the dead are kind of released from their purgatories or whatever mm-hmm. and free to do whatever it is they do. Yeah, it goes Talking from the, vampire, the, the 31st, the 1st and the 2nd is what it is. Yes. That, that yes. The 1st yes. is, the, you know, the um, All Hallows Day, All All Souls Day, I think. And then the 2nd is, um, or the 1st is All Saints Day and then the 2nd. What is it? Okay. No, wait a minute. Here we go. It's all, okay, All Hallows Eve, which is Halloween. All yes. Hallows Day, okay, which is uh, all okay, which is All Saints Day, and November second is All Souls Day. Thank you, yes. which is also the Day yes. of the Dead. Yeah, yes. that's exactly what it is. Sorry yes. for the confusion. But, but the church <laughs> did this really. It so so that so what we might want to consider is that the church took. Halloween took really what what was known as the Samhain and it, you know the, the Celts celebrated this was a time this Eve is a time when when uh, they celebrated the dead they celebrated it, but they also celebrated the, the fall harvest they celebrated kind of the yep. end of the year but the church didn't like it as we know and so they started to kind of mold it twist it turn it into All Saints Day, right? Mm -hmm. But the thing is, it it was really an attempt to break the the public then, if you will, from a paganist theology and kind of mold them into a Christian theology. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, as you see, right, they promoted All Hallows Eve, right? They promoted this day where we can celebrate the dead. We can, we can, do all these things, we can trick or treat, but there's some that would say, and some research has found that in the depths of the church, this is a tool to kind of be able to hide the Satanism that goes at the very on in the very depths of the church. Okay. And as we all know, and this is where I'm kind of leading with this. As we all know, right, Satanism is directly correlated with the coming new world order, right? As per as per revelations, and ironically enough, as one of the things that Michelangelo painted about, right? Mm-hmm. So here we have an institution that has two faces or may have two faces where they're saying, okay, the glory of God and Jesus died for your sins and all these things and, and God is the one true ruler and all this. But at the same time, in the depths, there could very well be this satanic thing going on. Because, see, they're telling you the revelation in Revelations that the end times are coming and that there's going to be a new world order. Okay. Now, you might, people out there that are skeptical are going to say, well, how, how, how would the church propagating Halloween help them? Well, here's the thing. The average consumer spends $125 to $185 on costumes and or decorations a year. That average is $65 on candy for an equation of about $6 to $8 billion in the U.S. alone. Wow. As we all know, the church is the biggest corporation out there. And if you don't think they get a cut of this... All Hallows Eve profit, you'd be 
you'd be kidding. You'd be, you'd, you'd be crazy not to believe that. But what they also get is not only money from big corporate as kind of sponsors and kind of upholding this while at the same time blaspheming mm -hmm. it, right? It's they, they get that cut from their very own the very own souls are trying to save and, 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 and they're giving, you know, they're in their ties and all this. So they're really double dipping. Okay. So this is what I have, I have come to the realization of is that not to blaspheme the church, but however we might, one might want to look at is a, as a very large corporation trying to make its way in the world as well as so many others are. Any thoughts? Is that out well, there? I know that it's to make money. I know that it's to make money. I I think it's fun. I think it's fun. I like getting dressed up and taking my son to go trick-or-treating. And I like to get to go trick-or-treating, too. And, you know, growing up, of course, I, uh, I, I, I swayed away. I used to, to have too much fun on Halloween. Um, and now I stay, you know, I come home after taking my son trick-or-treating and make him give me chocolate. <laughs> right. But, uh, well, Halloween is fun. We go out. I don't know right, if we're... Right. Well, we're out tomorrow night. We won't be out on Halloween, but we'll be going out. And rest assured, we will spend what? Money, right? Right. To sell Halloween. We won't be dressing up or anything, but we do like to go and party, so... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's fun. It's fun. I just know growing up, you know, one of the reasons that I wanted to do the history of Halloween on Halloween night is because, you know, growing up, so many people, they hear that uh, they don't know the truth behind the myths and the legends and the lore of Halloween and how it started and the Celts role in it. And, um, you know, uh, it's, it's mysterious. And, you know, I, I know when I was young, we used to go to these, we used to go to this little town here in Indiana called Podunk. And, uh, it's like, you know, um, it was founded <laughs> on Halloween night. And when you get there, it was so bizarre, Brian, because their graveyard had upside down crosses in it. I kid you not. Okay. And we had a right. black truck chasing us. And when, when we went up over the hill, the truck, I swear it was gone. Maybe it was, maybe we all had just some elaborate trick played on us. I don't know. But there's a lot of creepy stuff that goes on. And for me, I believe that the veil is thinned on, on all hollows. Eve, I do. Right, and I, and I think globally there's a, it, well, globally now, as because Halloween is kind of a, taken on as global tradition, you know, especially in Western civilization, um, it there's a collective mindset, you know, we've, European ancestry, you know, from the Western point of view, right, we, you know, we had this designated day. And there are other cultures that that celebrate similar days. I don't have some of the facts and figures like the exact days and things on that. But 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 I think Halloween, you know, to the veil is I think now you're getting into the supernatural part 
where well heck yeah that's what halloween's that's the best part about halloween and what makes it so alluring is what is behind what's making things that go bump in the night you know because here this is where we're not afraid to talk about that heck yeah well if you want my opinion i think that's the that's the dark side within everyone right we so as a human species right we have we still live in the reptilian brain to a certain extent right that part of the brain at the base there just above the spine that part that's been designated as the reptilian brain you know by scientists and that's commonly accepted and we still have these deep-rooted fears because after all not so long ago we were we were uh, we were walking we were roaming the prairies of africa and i do believe that all all mankind emerged from africa i think that is a heartland of the birth of human of, of modern humankind and, and of humankind and i'm an evolutionist i yes i do believe in god and yes i do believe there is there is forces at work uh that 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 mankind will never understand and never know of Um, but at the same time an evolution i'm an evolutionist and i do believe that god this supreme being set the seeds on this planet and and kind of let it run you know it's like an experiment you just kind of you know put the thing mix it all up in a test tube let it run see what it does right you know it either kind of chip goes along or bam, it explodes in your face, one or the other, right? Speaking, I think he had a better plan than wondering if it's going to see, you know, if his seeds are going to sow. I think he put it there and, you know, out of the darkness came light. And he yes. was like, let there be life. Boom, there you go. But back to Halloween, <laughs> Brian. Also, did you know that how our American tradition here in America got started on Halloween was when the Irish and the Scottish brought stories uh, to America and they would bring stories of bogeys, which is also known as the boogeymen and they would scare the wits out of their kids. And, um, you know, and, and, and not only that, but the American Halloween history itself started in the civil war era when families would sit down and tell ghost stories about their loved ones returning home when in actual right. they had lost them, which is very sad. But, um, you know, I, I myself, I remember sitting around and um, listening to ghost stories that my family members would tell, and that used to be one of my favorite times. What about you? Well, we did, you know... I kind of, we did not as a family really celebrate Halloween that much. We, my parents are, are not, I don't know. They're a little more, I guess, uptight or were uptight, right? They, or they didn't, they didn't really get into that. And, you know, like my father didn't really know a whole lot about his family history is, and, 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 and hence mm-hmm. did, I don't think they carried on. They're kind of, they were from, his family history just wouldn't have carried on those traditions. And then, you know, my mom's side being Norwegian, she, they, I know, I know some of the family in Norway and stuff obviously carried on the, you know, the traditional, mm-hmm. you know, hollow, but like my mom. Yeah. So, you know, like she just didn't, it just wasn't injected into my family. So Halloween, other than being a kid dressing up and going, was never a big thing to me. 
um, really until an adult, where it became a time to party and, you know, I went, pick up girls. And- I went trick-or-treating <laughs> every year. I dressed up every year. And I'm going to tell you what, Brian, I have a confession to make. And yes, okay. this is probably going to make people say, oh, my gosh, I can't believe she did that. Before my son was born, I babysat. Well, I dressed up. And they thought I was a kid. And I went trick-or-treating. Oh, yes, I did. Oh, yes, I did. I I was 30 years old, and I went trick-or-treating, Brian. And it felt good. It felt My uncle uncle Henry in Montana used to love... His favorite costume, he would dress up like a bum, like a a wino. Like, you know, kind of like with the... The, the curled up top hat and, you know, like kind of, they didn't really put makeup on, but real traditional kind of looking like, you know, like Andy Griffin oboe, right? Wino type. Of, and he'd have a bottle of like whiskey or whatever that he would kind of, usually he was already halfway through by the time they stepped out the door with my, you know, took us out. And that was, that was only a couple of years we did that um, because we happened to be in, in Montana at that time. Like most of my Halloweens were in Hawaii, which was, Kind of um, well, there's a lot of there's a lot of there's a lot of spooky stuff that goes on in Hawaii in Halloween. But so, anyways, yeah, he used to then he would finish off his whiskey and then he would he used that was part of his little game was making people shove the candy down the bottle into the bottle. So I don't know. I had a dysfunctional Halloween maybe, but then isn't Halloween supposed to be dysfunctional? (laughs) I thought that was Thanksgiving. Well, don't even get me started on that. <laughs> well, we will have a special episode for Thanksgiving. Then we'll do the history of Turkey. I mean, yeah, oh. Turkey Day, which is a dark history in itself. But let's not go there. But well, um, I go back to big corporation again. Now we're talking. That's big money, right? I mean, right. We have so many ep- turkey. <laughs> and you know, we have so many episodes that we are bringing you here after dusk with Don Piercy, me, your host, and Brian Dennis Hartford, co-host. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the history of Halloween and where it came from and a little bit of history behind it. If you enjoyed this show, be sure to like it, share it, and subscribe too and if you see fit to buy me a cup of coffee for bringing you these shows you can once a month uh, at our anchor.fm platform under a new podcast this is Don Piercy and Brian Dennis Hartford signing off until next time it's been great I hope everybody had a happy Halloween and uh, remember don't eat too much candy <laughs> <laughs>